0: She's April.
1: (laughs) And she's Molly. And we are... The Book Besties. Is it okay that I pictured Zachary Levi now? For you, I hope he is. (laughs) He's over six foot. I could climb him like a tree. Rocky
0: Mountain High and all that jazz. I get it. But... (laughs) Why is it
1: so thick? Why is it so fucking long? No, I want Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. <laughs> what? You are not a robot? What is wrong with you? Where I have you the hiccups. I have the hiccups. I am legit concerned that Tom is going to be really mad with this episode because he's going to be editing out all my hiccups. That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah.
0: It's going to be, like, half of the ending. He's just going to have all your hiccups compiled together in one little song. <laughs> Don't encourage him. This is why he and I are not left alone. A lot.
1: So, so, I have to tell you something. Oh, no. So, you know how Facebook has, like, the, um like, memories? yeah okay so Facebook memories today mm-hmm. the past two ye- years <laughs> on this date uh-huh. we've announced our March um <laughs> 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 ah! our, our our March episodes okay and I need to post the ones for March mm-hmm. probably should do that but it reminded me that this will be the th- third march in a row that Chessie has guest starred with us duh she's the bestie but did did you know that no i didn't either and i was like yeah cuz the first one we did with her was uh cats and yammer and mm-hmm. then and and then we did grape Grey Miss Fair last year and this year she's coming on to talk about The Grace Year which is not Oh, It's such a good book though. No. Yeah I haven't started it yet. You're gonna love it. But I'm actually taking two weeks off. I think we had already announced that I was having mm-hmm. surgery but long story short I'm not having surgery anymore but I'm still leaving the pod unsupervised because <laughs> <laughs> the group chat is taking over! Um, I, I'm leaving the group chat on supervised. I was supposed to have surgery. Two and two so I had planned to miss two episodes and Katie was going to fill in. And, um, I was going to use my time resting from my surgery to read books for work because I'm working on our battle of books.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um. It I takes still, up a lot
1: of time. Yeah, I still need to read going. all those books. So, I'm still going to take the two weeks off as planned. I mean, you need um, to. That's a yeah. lot of reading. Well, in one of those weeks, I actually am having a procedure done. And right. I will be resti- resting that week. So, right.
0: Oh, you- and I'm candy. burping from my root beer. Tom's going to hate those episodes so much. So, I got my nails done today because I got out of work early. That's nice. Why did I get out of work early, you, I ask. Um, cockroach gate is still going on.
1: You are going to need to explain more that than that. Use more words. Um, in the group chat uh, last at the beginning of the week, I told you and Katie
0: that um, work got derailed for a good two hours because one of the departments found a bug in the building and it became a hoopla because cockroaches in an office building freaks people out. Well, that has escalated To the point now where they are bug-bombing our office (laughs) today. It went from more cockroaches to them arguing about who brought the cockroaches in to we're bug-bombing it. Everybody leave at (laughs) 3.30.
1: The winter brought the cockroaches in.
0: They were working on the roof. There was a lot of things that came about that brought this on. And my logical brain and my logical thought was not being heard in that moment. The chaos that was coming from the department that was creating it. Was feeding the fire. Well, I see how Salem witch trials happen.
1: Now that's well, all I'm going to say. <laughs> all I heard Was you got to leave work early and get your nails done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what happened. You bitch. But I did, but I
0: also did bring work home with me because I do have things to do later, but. Balanced. Okay. I still got my nails done, though. They look really nice. Great.
1: <laughs> I'm super proud of you. <laughs> All right, so today is the last episode, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. of, of February.
0: <laughs> it's yes, the last yes, episode. Yes, it is the last
1: episode of February. Of our romance reads, and we are reading this book, or we're discussing this book, The Wall of Winnipeg and Me.
0: Which is the longest romance novel I think I've Why read? is it so thick? Why is it so fucking long?
1: Oh my gosh. We're going to talk, that talk about that. That's what she said. We're going to talk about that because I have that in the notes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for <Fuck> sure. me. <laughs> okay. Yes. Huh? No, thank you. <laughs> I thought you said yes and I was like, this um, I, I don't know how to respond to that. Alright, do you want a synopsis? <laughs> I would like one, please, yes. because So people know what we're talking about. Hey, we're okay. back to spoilers, gang. Now that Nikki's gone, we're back to spoilers. Oh my gosh, her book came in the mail the same day as Olivia Day's. Is it so pretty? Oh my gosh. Did you want to see it? I want to see it. Look at
0: that. Ugh. Look at that beautiful color! Look at the that yellows and the
1: oranges and the reds. It is freaking mm-hmm. gorgeous. gorgeous, freaking gorgeous. Mm. I love it. Anyway, um, so so we read "The Wall of Winnipeg and Me" by Mariana Zapata. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you want a synopsis? I would love one. Hit it. Look at us being all fucking efficient. I guess. <laughs> the Wall of Winnipeg and Me is an enemies to lover. Fake ma- marriage. Incredibly slow burn between a professional football player and his former assistant. Burn. Vanessa Arvan has worked for Aiden Graves for two years. And she has finally had enough when she overhears a conversation between Aiden and his agent. In which the agent refers to her as a donut without a brain. Leading up to that... Aiden was a demanding boss who never seemed to appreciate Van, but Van kept the demeaning and stressful job because she had a significant amount of debt from student loans. After she quits, Aiden shows up at her apartment to essentially beg Van to marry him so that he can become an American citizen regardless of his work status, because his, that could potentially change with him transferring teams and he could lose his work visa. Mm. He's Canadian. A Canadian who plays American football. Because um, we needed that. After Aiden sweetens the pot to include paying off Van's loans and buying her a house, she agrees to marry Aiden in Vegas in an awkward ceremony where Aiden doesn't even have a ring for her. High five. As the story progresses, we learn that Van has always been attracted to the Wall of Winnipeg, and who wouldn't be? I mean, look at him. But she's actually starting to feel more than spite in her heart as well. As it turns out, Aiden has been there the whole time. Oh, Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Content warnings for this book. Yes. Uh, This book discusses domestic violence, abuse of a child, abuse of relatives, and contains violent scenes. Viewer discretion advised. Reader discretion advised.
0: Well, if you're watching. And listener
1: of pod discretion advised.
0: And viewer of pod. Oh, let me go. Viewer of pod.
1: Well, now we've met all of the
0: levels of high. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. I'm really concerned for us. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we've both been really doing a shitty job of pod lately. Nah, I love it. I love it. We, neither one of us have posted TikToks or reels
0: and. We're trying. Life is hard right now. I'm getting settled in a brand new job.
1: Yeah. battle of the books. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm in pain. Well, you always are in pain too. We're both in bad places. I'll try to make some this weekend. So if you like our content, I'll try to make some and have them posted this month. I don't know.
0: TikTok deleted the six I had saved and gave me ones from two thousand twenty one.
1: Well, I banked a whole and bunch 2022 of TikToks the other day. I banked a whole bunch of TikToks and then changed phones and forgot that that meant I couldn't get them back. Um, okay, uh, so questions. You ready? Let's do it. All right. This book was recommended to us by also by our friend Heather from Bookables, but it was actually originally recommended to Heather and to me by a former co-worker um, named Alyssa. Uh, and uh, this book is wildly popular. It actually it was self-published and Avon picked it up and released this new cover edition. And uh, this just actually came out. Was it last year, this cover edition? Or was it this year? This year. Spanish. It actually came out this year. Avon, I got
0: a bridge to sell you if you're buying stuff like this.
1: But Avon is usually, I mean, I don't really love Tessa Bailey, but even like, I don't know. I Avon's don't know. usually She's, pretty good. Tessa Bailey is consistent, though. You know what I mean? I know what you I'm going to get, get from her. I'm going to get a solid three out of five every time. She's but consistent. But that doesn't mean I hate it. it. We're always going to laugh. Mm-hmm. We're
0: always going to giggle. There's mm-hmm. going to be sex. It mm-hmm. might be a little awkward. I don't know mm-hmm. why. It's
1: always awkward for Tess Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then. Why was but, the fish still on the table? I don't know. Like, oh, did we just not clean it up? We just, there's fish on the table and you're fucking. And oh baby, they look so pretty. I don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't Your camera that. might be blurry. Better? Maybe my glasses are blurry. (laughs) Um, Okay. But so I need to know, what did you think about this book and Mariana Zapata's writing? Okay. I like her writing. Mm -hmm. I like her voice.
0: I think she has a solid structure. Mm -hmm. I think she knows who she is as an author. Mm -hmm. She's just giving me way too much of it. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like, she would have definitely benefited from an editor going, you don't need this entire four chapters.
0: <laughs> there is so many places, and it's not just chapters-wise. This story could have been edited, and I, as I read it, I could imagine six different ways of mm-hmm. changing the story and oh, yeah. narrowing it down. This is, That book is the outline in the first draft of a fucking movie.
1: Mm-hmm. that's what that is I mean I really liked the character of Zach but he's not really necessary either But it, and her he best friend so her best friend that's being abused yeah, not a necessary side but point she, we only get like a third of her
0: we mm-hmm. don't get all of her story mm-hmm. we get all of Zach but mm-hmm. we still only get surface shit of him mm-hmm. we're not getting depth there so yeah. why not if you want to focus on those characters let's take away from the main character's storyline they don't need to both be abused both have shitty childhoods right. both have terrible family now but like you you give mm. us reel it back a little bit mm-hmm. it, it's okay
1: mm-hmm. it's okay yeah 100 percent um and i don't know that i would read her again because i, would, I feel like i feel like she didn't I even would give have me to the really payoff coast. i wanted if you
0: want me to read her
1: again, mm-hmm.
0: you really have to pitch it to me. You better. I, you better. I don't think I would me.
1: because I don't think I would because I didn't even get the payoff. This book is almost five hundred pages long, and somehow we the still- last
0: hours when they kiss. The last hour, the last hour in the audiobook is when they first kiss. So do that math, children. Do mm-hmm. that book math, children. Mm -hmm. If the last hour is the first time they kiss,
1: you tell me, Mm
0: -hmm. little ones, when Mm
1: -hmm. the better stuff comes. And I love a grumpy sunshine slow burn. It's my favorite. I even like fake dating and fake fake marriage. I like a little less, but I like the fake dating. I'm not a fan of fake marriage. It's just... It's too permanent. Like, I don't get that. But I like the fake dating. But what I was going to say is... Marriage is
0: more of a... Honest bond between two people. Yeah, and I, when two people make that serious of a bond, I think it should not be taken lightly. I don't care if it's man. 100%. One hundred percent. I don't fucking care. So the fake dating trope—it's like the fake pregnancy trope. I hate that shit. It's gross.
1: Oh, I—I I don't like fake pregnancy, but fake dating doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of cute. Um, well, but sorry, fake marriage. Uh, the fake marriage. Yeah, but. You get a slow burn like um The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. You but get that's a, a real slow an burn. Amazing, amazing sex scene in there. And it's just one. There's just one burn that happens. But it's such you know a it's, it's so compact. I didn't feel like it was too long. It wasn't too slow of a burn. This has like a hundred pages on that. I mean, okay, so here's Nikki's book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's Nikki's book. And here's Mariana Zapata's. It's literally half. Yeah. It's literally half. Yeah. And that this book by Nikki was so concise and perfect. And it was a slow burn, too. Oh, it was a good. But it was a sexy, sticky
0: mm. slow burn. Mm. Sticky slow burns are my new favorite. mm
1: I don't like coin the it, Nikki. Sticky slow burns. I don't like the term "sticky" in terms of sex, but that's kind of what happens, homie. <sighs> <Yep>. Moving on. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, the book has all the tropes: fake marriage, enemies to lovers, heat balls first, one bed, slow burn. Did the book balance all of these tropes well? Actually, I don't
0: hate all of them. Mm-hmm. she didn't harp on him it wasn't like look it's a trope look it's a trope look at the mm-hmm. trope it was a part of the story mm-hmm. she balanced trope and story very well mm-hmm. it was again my 95 percent of beef with this book is the length the length it's
1: that's my problem with it like I have some other issues with it, but I don't want to bring them We're all yummy. up right here because yeah, I have yeah. a I have a very long question that's basically just me fucking ranting. Um, <laughs> I'm here for it. Cheers. I, I didn't mind all the tropes being in there. Molly, I feel like I am have beat the said horse repeatedly. Mm-hmm. When I read a rom-com, I want the formula. Yeah. I don't want the formula from something like John Green or... Um, no, or Hank Green or really anything on this side of my bookshelf. Yeah, I don't want the formula for that. I want something original and creative, but I read rom-coms for the formula. Right. It, it's a comfort read for a
0: reason. Right. Romance is a comfort read for a reason. 100%. I'm not going in going, surprise me. That's why I read thrillers. That's why I read murder mysteries. That's Mm -hmm. why I read Karen Slaughter. That that woman knows how to
1: write blood. Fucking Geneva Rose, that book blew my fucking mind last season. she's She's writing a sequel to that, by the way. Is she? Oh, yeah, I know. I heard that. She's also not just in the mystery genre. She has, like, books... She's she is a She had, she is genre fluid. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Like, I, but see, I don't really like it when authors do that I, because I feel like they. I don't know about Geneva Rose because the only thing I've read by her is that one book. But mm-hmm. I feel like when an author is genre fluid, a lot of times what they do is they half ass all the genres. It's like mm. what um um Ron Swanson said. Yeah, you can't half ass. You can't whole ass two things. Wait, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's better to whole ass one thing than it is half ass two things or something like that but anyway that was a dumb thing to say because i can't even get the quote right but you know what i'm talking about
0: i know what you're talking about
1: yeah all right moving on van and aiden both have dark pasts we learned that aiden was abused as a child by his father and van was virtually abandoned by her mom and abused by her older sisters she also doesn't know who her dad is Did you feel like this connection was necessary to bring them closer together?
0: I mean, it definitely helps the story. But with the other things they have going, they didn't need this. Mm -hmm. Her becoming an athlete, great. That's a great way for them to bond. Her working for him, Mm -hmm. great way to bond. Mm -hmm. They didn't need all three things. Mm -hmm. But they needed that part of the storyline for the driving force for Mm -hmm. You know Vanessa's whole storyline. Mm-hmm. If Vanessa doesn't have that childhood, she doesn't have the that she doesn't have the need, the drive to take care of herself.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually kind of related a little bit to Vanessa's story. Not that my story was that rough, but she kept talking about why it was so hard for her to let go of like her family, yeah. despite the fact that they consistently. Disappoint, um yeah. Disappoint her and abuse her, yeah. and like I, I understand that. I understand that. Um, so I connected to that, but I agree with you. Like, she could have had that story, or Aiden could have had that story. Maybe both of them have the story is fine. But I just feel like that didn't need to be the thing that their relationship hinged on. Yeah. It also didn't need to be sports either. No. Um, there were a lot of things that they had in common. They started watching those weird anime shows. The Dragon
0: Ball series.
1: Yeah. So the problem was that in my mind, Aiden is on spectrum. That was the only way I could... 100 That was the only way I could get through this, was like, Aiden's on spectrum and he has... He doesn't know how to communicate. Skills. Right. He doesn't know how to communicate. Mm-mm. I mean, look at Matthew Beggs. He only communicates when he has to. Mm-hmm. Grunts. It, so... I know that you are behind in Love is Blind, and I'm mad at you still for it, but the newest season just came out, and there's this guy on there. Oh, my gosh. His name is Matthew. Mm -hmm. He literally has a list of 12 questions and says, pick a number, ask the question to one girl, and she she answers it, and she's like, so how about you? And he's like, well, I wasn't expecting to answer the question back. Right. So that was one case. Then he walks out in the middle of one girl talking because she he was bored, so he just left. And then right, right, right. And then with another girl, she picked number four, and he's like, "Well, three other people have picked that number. Can you just pick something else?" Get fucked. Yeah. Um, I that have... was Aiden. That was Aiden to me. Yeah. Um,
0: but it's different.
1: Aiden isn't
0: that aggressively intentional. Like, this guy sounds like he's purposely
1: being a dick. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't think he actually is. I think that he doesn't know how to mm, people, which right. is what Aiden's problem is.
0: So, since we're on a love is blind tangent, I want to stay on it for half a second. I was watching TikTok a little bit ago, waiting for us to start. And this girl said she was starting the new season and her boyfriend's on it. But she won't say who he is. But she's pissed because I'm gonna
1: need you to find that TikTok again and send it to me. You betcha. Does she have any TikToks with her and the boyfriend that we can? I didn't have time
0: to peruse it because I sat down to look at my phone and then I got mommy twenty seven times.
1: Damn kids. Damn
0: kids. Um, but yeah. So anyways, Wall of Winnipeg.
1: Okay. Um, Aiden is a professional football player for a team in Dallas, but you know, it's not the Cowboys because we can't say NFL or Dallas because we'll get sued. Well, yeah, we've read a few sports romances before. So mm-hmm. how do you think this book did with this genre?
0: Pretty good. I mean, it's a realistic view of what it's like to be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're working all the time. That mm-hmm. is a valid thing. And they don't make jack shit. Mm-hmm. Him living in a gated community like that and having to have a roommate is very realistic for
1: the guys that aren't making bazillions of dollars. But Aiden is. Zach wasn't. Right.
0: He was just like, oh, it's logical to have a roommate because money saved. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure his agent just told him he had to, and he was like, okay. I mean,
0: he's not going to, I mean, he doesn't take, you know, he doesn't say no very, he doesn't, you know, argue very much. It doesn't bother him.
1: I, I was a little disappointed in, in this sports romance.
0: Yeah?
1: Um, because it's not the sports romance I want, Molly. Right, you
0: want the romance included in the sport.
1: No, I want Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, valid, but somebody's
0: got to be out there writing. I
1: mean, it gave Travis You have to be out there.
0: No, absolutely not. She was I not think... Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. She had no Taylor Swift vibes. The
1: vibe was that she was artsy. No.
0: Nope. Okay. I don't see Taylor Swift.
1: Okay. Well, I don't really either, but I can see Travis, Kelsey, and Aiden. I see Jason, Kelsey, and Aiden. <laughs> I love me some Jason Kelsey. I, I am he's the loving. Kelsey brother, he's the Kelsey brother I would go for. Exactly. Same. Um, same.
0: He, uh, but I, I'm loving the post uh, Vegas TikToks of him. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to send you a video on TikTok. Someone cut together. I don't know if you've seen the Amazon special. Yeah. With him in it. There's Mm-mm. a documentary on Amazon about Mm-mm. him. And he's like, so in the documentary, uh, he's filming the podcast downstairs, and the girls won't shut up. And mm-hmm. Kylie's like, "Gotta just, just a little bit longer, Daddy's just, please, girls." And the oldest goes, "I just gotta dance, <laughs> like." Nice. And so somebody cut that into. Whatever song was playing in Vegas, and him in the that like uh, the the fucking mask, the natural libre mask, and mm-hmm. the just like, I got
1: dance. <laughs> I like that he calls his brother on his shit. And the way that Travis Kelsey, they both do that. Travis Kelsey acted during the Super Bowl where he manhandled his coach and yelled in his face. Yeah, that was Jason, very. Immature. Jason was like, "Dude, that's not a, that's inappropriate. The it way is. you handled yourself was not okay." I like he called him out. Because people are very divided on this issue. I like people are like, well, he's an athlete, so of course he's gonna be aggressive. People are like, he shouldn't do that. That's an elderly man. That's his coach. Any other job, he'd be fired from. There, people are divided on the issue. Actually, Mm -hmm. my friend, my best friend, Don, my other best friend, Mm -hmm. Don, was like, Taylor's gonna see past his shit, and this is what's gonna be the thing that breaks him up. And I'm like, being aggressive on the field doesn't necessarily mean that you're aggressive. In right. life. So But I'm, I actually think, here's my take on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody's asked for it. Nobody's asked. Oh wait, I got mine too. I'm going to share the, the take you never asked for. Um, I think that what he did was disrespectful and inappropriate. But mm-hmm. I also think that the culture of your team, the culture of your workplace, because it's a job for him, it comes from the top. So it's somewhere along the lines, that is the leadership that his coach is That creating. is the behavior
0: that has been acceptable at once upon a and time. The and
1: reason, the reason I know that it was an acceptable behavior is because his ass didn't get benched when he did it. Okay. And so I don't care what fucking game you're playing. You pull that shit, you get benched. And he didn't. So he that's didn't. the culture his coach has created. So, and that's um, not me victim blaming. Don't anybody come at me for that. Okay,
0: so my two cents in this, all right? I don't want to hear anybody say shit. This is just my personal beliefs, Mm -hmm. okay? One, it was inappropriate behavior. 100%. He knows that. Mm -hmm. Two, and I'm going to say this with a straight face. If a player of color had did this on the Super Bowl, they would have been out of the NFL before that game was over.
1: 100%. And that's what pisses me off. If it also wasn't Travis Kelsey, it could have been another player. But But Travis Kelsey, he's bringing in Taylor Swift. She's bringing in all her people. Bringing in views. But they have a relationship we don't know about. He laughed about it after. Which some people are like, well, abuse victims, you know. I'm like, that's not not what's happening here.
0: And I know violent people. Mm-hmm. I know the eyes of what it looks like when a man is a violent human being. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's not a violent human being.
1: I think that he was more trying to get his
0: attention, and the coach said he, he, was, he, the, his, he was. His anxiety was probably up. He was pumped up. He feels like he fucked up because he did fucked up, and he wanted to get back out there and fix it. Yeah, and nobody was and his, listening to him. His
1: coach actually said that the reason that he stumbled was because he wasn't paying attention to the way that but anyway, nobody asks us for our opinion on this. No, nobody no. and that's
0: it. That's that's it.
1: But um, that's what my opinion is.
0: And that's mine. So get thoughts. <laughs> All
1: right. Um I love it here. Can you stay here forever? <laughs> we're moving right on time today, and I actually think we might finish early, which is (laughs) concerning because we should not read a 500-page book and not be able to fill an hour of content. That's a problem. There's Um, a problem there, yeah. Aiden has a roommate named Zach who quickly becomes Van's best friend because why the fuck not? So what did you think about their their relationship? It's so (sighs) weird. Hmm. I kept thinking Zach was gay. Zach- Closeted football player.
0: Yes, that's the, like, that's how it felt like she started writing him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the secret romances and the girls that never stuck around. And then he fell in love with the girl back home. But that wasn't a consistent storyline either. Mm-hmm. His, one, that character didn't have consistency. That mm-hmm. was really frustrating. Two, he was part Matthew McConaughey for some reason, which mm-hmm. I'm really frustrated because, woman, have you never met anyone from Texas? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody other than McConaughey and the Wilson brothers sound like that.
1: Mm. You know she's what from, I mean? She's from Colorado, so. Yeah. She might not know about Texas.
0: Rocky Mountain High and all that jazz. I get it. But. <laughs> I lost my chain of thought. You can go now.
1: Um, I didn't feel like Zach's story was necessary at all. Like, he got fired from the team and he just, like, hangs around. He's that's another puppy. Not, that's 100% not what an NFL player would do. It doesn't matter that you're the four string, you are fucking hustling to get picked up by um, a team. Do you follow
0: uh Isaac and um what's their the Rochelle's on TikTok? Mm-mm. He's uh, a football player that's constantly jumping from team to team, mm-hmm. and like they film content about that. I'll send you one of their TikToks. They just recently had a kid, but he. Shows what it's like to leave a team. Bust Mm -hmm. ass to get back on a team. And that's 100% what these people are doing.
1: Because
0: the NFL is
1: the dream of a lifetime. And we have a few real examples from this season alone. Like Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns, right? Yep. Cleveland Browns drafted him first round after our perfect losing season. We lost every motherfucking game. Congratulations. In two seasons, we only won one game, and the way that we broke that cycle was not even to win; we tied. <laughs> I know it's painful to be a Browns fan, um, but I'm speaking to a Cowboys fan, so. Um, Which I have a, I have a, um, offer. Are you going to let me finish my thought? I guess. Yeah. Damn it, Molly. So Baker went from. <laughs> went from the Cleveland Browns to um, the Carolina Panthers. Right. In the middle of that season, he went to the LA Rams. I remember. And now he's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and took them to the playoffs. Although, side note, Baker, I'm so fucking proud of you. But also, you are in the worst conference in the entire motherfucking NFL. Seriously. Nobody wanted to win that conference. That's how you got to the playoffs, baby. But anyway... um, But anyway, we also have Joe Flacco, who was literally sitting on his mom's, literally sitting on his mom's couch watching football. You're doing Italian hands. And the Browns were like, we could use a quarterback. So he took the Browns to the playoffs. By the way, I saw a very, very, very funny um, comment that was like a screenshot from uh, Twitter that was like, because Joe Flacco won the Comeback Award. Right. Instead of Dar- the guy that died, Dar- Darnell Harmon. Oh, shit. Um, Google it while I'll tell you what it says. No,
0: because I'm going to forget.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, um, it, it said, once again, proving that it, it is harder to take the Browns to the to the playoffs and it has come back from the dead. (laughs) (sighs) It's painful being Browns fan.
0: I actually have a suggestion for the Cowboys this year.
1: Mm. Win some games. (laughs) Stop that. Stop dropping the ball.
0: (laughs) We have to embrace who
1: we truly are, Dallas. Mm -hmm.
0: America's villains.
1: Yeah. Well, Let's, the Raiders are kind of America's villains.
0: Oh, but recently, everybody's really been mad at us. So here's the thing. I really, truly think the Lions have earned America's team after this past year. Everyone in America wanted the Lions
1: to go to the Super Bowl. I really did. I, I wanted them
0: to. I, I don't, was.
1: I don't, I don't I, even think Michigan should be a state. I think we should give it to Canada, but I wanted I the Lions really to
0: really <laughs> think they've earned America's team after that mm. this year. And we should become America's villain. Because, listen, let's troll those mustaches, motherfuckers, because that's who we
1: are. (laughs) Somebody has to be the villain. Someone has to be the villain. So back to the book.
0: It's football content. It counts. It
1: is. It is. I just don't feel like Zach's story lined up for what we would expect from somebody in the NFL. Or... What we would expect from, like, why are they roommates? Even if you are not making bank in the NFL, you're still making enough money that you don't have to have a roommate. I think, really, what this came down to
0: was she's like, okay, a lot of this time is going to be spent in the house and the football stadium, and we're not going to know it's Texas. So mm-hmm. we really have to lay in that this
1: is Texas. How can I do that? Oh, I know. I'm a Matthew McConaughey roommate. Yes. Also, you just reminded me of something. There is no fucking way. Mariana Zapata, do you know anything about football? There is no fucking way that somebody is cut from an NFL team and they go watch them in the stands. No. That's not going to happen. No. Also, that, okay, I
0: want to talk about that scene for a fucking moment. I'm actually really fucking pissed about that scene. I am so pissed about that scene. I wanted to throw my book and I didn't have a physical fucking book. Mariana, I am so goddamn disappointed in you. I threw mine for you. Thank you. I'm so goddamn disappointed in you. You put that woman in her best friend's jersey after she married a man on the field, and you didn't make any internet drama about it. You didn't blow it up and make That's it into not this, where I you huge, were with it. this huge tearing moment in their relationship to fuck their shit up. You had a moment that could have really caused a riff, and really give your relationship some rocks. And you just move past it. Dumb. (laughs) Dumb. Mm -hmm. One writer to another. Dumb.
1: Can confirm.
0: Dumb. Mm -hmm. Sorry, moving on. Sorry, what was the question? (laughs) What did you think
1: about Van and Zach's relationship? I thought it was cute. She didn't need two best friends, though. She Mm -hmm. didn't. That's my point. Either have the guy best friend or the girl best friend, but neither one of them should have been on the team with Aiden. Neither
0: of them, neither of them. That was a mess. Were, neither of them were a full character. Mm-mm. She should have taken the effort to make the two side characters
1: to make one big character. Mm-hmm. Like. And I think it would have been a much better bonding thing if she and Aiden ran together. Yeah. Now I realize, I realize he that he can't. His he's coming off of an injury. He's a mountain. But, but a nobody man. nobody needed him to come off of an injury. Like that didn't need to be, be a like, part of the plot. Bunk, bunk, bunk. <laughs> Every time he ran. <laughs> the world shakes. <laughs> and also the sheer amount of motherfucking times that he's referred to as the wall of Winnipeg, we get it. He's big. We fucking get it. We understand the man is a mountain. We understand he's a wall. You keep saying it. Is it okay that I pictured Zachary Levi now as Aiden? No, he's too little. No, he's not. Okay, he's not for you. He's over six foot, and he's all beefy now, which is not. He's my not thing, like but... three hundred pound,
0: wall Winnipeg big. Mm, I bet he's. I bet he's close. For you, I hope he is. Mm. How about you take that after pod? Can we finish
1: questions? What? You take heard me. The, take what after pod?
0: You're, you're, you're a little daydream about Zachary Levi.
1: I can't help it.
0: No, I, I, I'm all for it. Just, uh, it's not content.
1: <laughs> I disagree with you.
0: Are you going to verbalize everything you're thinking in your brain?
1: He's over six foot. I could climb him like a tree. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Okay. you get your first restraining order. Yeah, it'd be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd get it framed. <laughs> mm. Yep. I would. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's talk about Character growth. So I okay. think that Aiden, Van, Z- and Zach, they all have strong character growth in the story. But was it enough for the happy, happily ever after that we actually get? Van's was
0: natural character mm-hmm. growth. I'll agree. Aiden's was natural character growth in the book. Mm-hmm. But I truly feel like, I will go to my depth saying this, Zach's character growth was like pulling teeth. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest storyline to get through in this whole novel. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's not, there's no, there's canst- no point to it. It, it. It's just chunky and staccato and that novel does not have chunky and staccato. It is a smooth ride.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, and maybe I'm giving Miss Mariana Zapata too much credit. Maybe. But I don't think Aiden had growth. I think not, he. Not as much as she was pushing off,
0: he was. No, no, that's end. not what I'm
1: saying. I think he was always hiding his true self okay. because he loved her. And yeah, I he think he always had feelings. didn't want to lose her as his assistant. So he didn't do anything. And I think he probably still felt very unlovable. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not, I don't think there was character growth. I think that he was. And maybe this is just me reading a lot of romances with the grumpy mm-hmm. sunshine. And a lot of times that's what happens, right? They're grumpy, but they love her anyway. Um, maybe I'm giving her too much credit. But I, even by the time that they got together, I still didn't feel like they earned it. <laughs> in there was pages, like I'm saying. I still didn't feel like that's they earned it. That's what I'm saying.
0: It. There was no, it was a smooth ride. There was no trouble in here for them. Mm-hmm. There was none. They just the conflict was is that they didn't realize they loved each other. Give me a fucking break. Right.
1: Give me a fucking break. But if you remember, I no, I don't. (laughs) Come. (laughs) I texted the group chat and said that I'm not prepared for the third act breakup that's going to come with this couple. Mm -hmm. There is no. Third act breakup. There's no miscommunication trope in this unless you count the fact that he loved her all along. And he didn't tell her he wanted her to go to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually think that that makes sense because when Tom was moving to Houston, we had already decided that we were going to do long distance. Mm -hmm. And he never... He never asked me to go with him. And it was just never, we never talked about it. It was just, I'm saying in Florida, he's going there. We're going to try long distance. And then one night I was like, ask me to go with you. Yeah. And he was like, I thought that wasn't a possibility. And I was like, just fucking ask me. And he did. And I, the rest is history. Obviously. 15 years this year. Next month. I love it. No, next month is March. So... April is fifteen years. I don't know. I stopped counting. Um okay. I stopped counting. It's not like rings in a tree, Molly. It's not hard to count. You just know how many years. It,
0: we either got married in seven or we got married in six. And either started get together in five or we got together in six. I don't remember.
1: It was a long time ago. How do you not remember your anniversary? ADHD. Mine's tattooed on my arm. Yeah, I don't do that. No,
0: I just have his in, his initials in his handwriting. That's MJB squared in his handwriting.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, along that vein, <laughs> that's funny because yeah. <laughs> um, this story talks about showing up for your person several times throughout. Be and, my like, person! My favorite was actually when Aiden showed up for the rom-com right festival. Um, and they have the one-bed trope and they don't bang. What the fuck, Mariana Zapata? So what did you think about this, like, showing up for your person? I
0: think she was showing that they had a strong, consistent relationship the whole time. Mm-hmm. They just weren't acknowledging how the other person felt and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It, I don't know. It's like two lost people finding themselves is like yeah. the whole vibe of this. It's just
1: broken people in a broken world. That it are just better feels so
0: lackluster. And it's yeah. like 500 plus pages.
1: It's just, it's not 500 plus. It's almost 500. It's too motherfucking long. I don't know if you remember, because this is probably like almost a decade ago now. Um, the the guy who ran for New York City government under the, the rent is too damn high. That was his <laughs> slogan. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> I remember that. My complaint about this book is the book is too damn long. Yeah. 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 All right. I want to go to the meat of the biggest issue that I have with this book. Okay. So I had a real issue with the way that um, Vanessa's body is talked about. Oh my God. Yes. So Aiden and Zach both make comments about her body and how it's changing when she starts working out and she's losing weight and she questions, what did I look like before? Um, But she doesn't really like shut that down. She doesn't shut that conversation down. And additionally, Aiden actually like comments about how she needs to add in some strength training and she's weak. And this, (laughs) this really, really bothered me. It really bothered me. In today's world where we are trying to be so fat positive, all women body shapes are beautiful, Mm -hmm. how do you take this skinny ass bitch on the cover of this book and talk about her body in a negative way?
0: I am. It concerns me for uh, how men talk to our author. Mm -hmm. If she thinks this is the norm.
1: It's not even, like, the book started with Vanessa walking out because she didn't want to be talked about that way. Because he called her a biscuit. Biscuit. I said donut earlier, but it was biscuit, you're right? Biscuit. But, like, th- they made comments about her body before, and yeah. and she left. But here, she was just, like, she just but she, stayed? But I get it. We She doesn't stand up for herself or what. I just... No.
0: It, there's just... There's so many levels to this, and I can nitpick it at it for hours, but mm-hmm. it's just the main thing that bothered me about it was the way the male characters are speaking at
1: her. Mm-hmm.
0: If Aiden is autistic spectrum
1: coded, it's the only then, way I can like the story somehow. then
0: then 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 that makes a little bit more sense for the way he behaves and the how he talks. If Zach's queer, then yeah, that would make more sense about him talking about Vanessa's body. Mm-hmm. But two hetero normal men speaking this way do not speak this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't. It's we gross. Don't.
1: We it's don't. Gross. We don't. And then my other biggest complaint with this book, I haven't rung a bell. I don't know how I've gotten through this episode without ringing a bell. But here you go. There's three to make up for it. Um, the 460 pages. Was how long this book was.
0: Not a nary a
1: wiener. We get one sex scene at the very, very end. And it starts where she is asleep in his bed and wakes up to him feeling her up and her going, when did this start? Ma'am, that's sexual assault. Consent. Consent. Ma'am. You built this book up, 360 motherfucking pages, and the one time that they get together, it wasn't even consensual? Again,
0: who are these men in your life, ma'am?
1: Why was this book recommended to us? By somebody who we trust the thought of. Although this is the second book Alyssa's recommended that we didn't like.
0: What was the other one?
1: I don't know, that dead one, the... the... Oh, the dead romantics? No, 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 not that one. The one with, like, the... Heart and Mercy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't take any more, Alyssa suggestions. I'm well, sorry, sorry, Alyssa. You're out. <laughs> we don't do three strikes, babe. Two. <laughs> you're, you're out.
0: Um, so the only complaint, okay, so I have one complaint about this book, because mm-hmm. you covered consent for me. Um, One, I have problems with the dog. The dog? Oh, my gosh. The dog. It was an unnecessary storyline. hmm Mm-hmm. And we forget about the dog. I mean, don't forget about also, the dog. Then he takes we...
1: the he takes the dog to dinner with him and the guys. Like, where where are you going with, to dinner with you and the birds? Nobody's going to tell. The no,
0: Wall could tell Aiden uh, wall of Winnipeg. No, <laughs>
1: that's probably
0: true. <laughs> that's probably true. I have a man like that's like seven foot carrying a freaking labradoodle in his left arm. You're not gonna tell him no. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You're like, oh, puppy. It's a golden retriever. (laughs) Excuse me. I love golden retrievers. That's why I remember. Mm. But the dog stayed in the motherfucking crate. (laughs) Just like. Having to piss his brains out. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So she had to clean
1: him because he. Because she
0: just was a terrible pet parent the first day she had a cat I actually did like the storyline that she was afraid of the dark. I like that too. That was honest and realistic. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And that Aiden um, helped her with that. He made he he cared enough that when she was sleeping, yeah, when she was sleeping in his room, he left the bathroom light on so there would be some light. Yeah, that was really sweet. That's again showing up for your partner. Yeah. So that's the moments where this book hit it for me. Like you, them showing up for each other. I'm nitpicking at this
0: book. There was a lot of points I really enjoyed in this book. It was there was. The problems I had were editing, mm-hmm. storyline consistency, and there was no rise and fall.
1: This Probably is uh, that's what you need for a book. <laughs> the yeah. only thing you didn't name was plot and setting. <laughs> I mean, I, I
0: liked the. I characters. mean, characters and setting. <laughs> I liked the characters. I liked the storyline.
1: It just needed more stuff. I don't yeah. know how to fucking explain that. An editor and a better writer. Uh, do you have any more questions that's all i've got do you have anything else you want to add no that's it okay no no i do not want to add anything else i have added plenty i have given you all the ads i have Um, given you all i can't i gave this a three and a half out of five because there were i actually said because there were parts that really made me laugh i laughed out
0: loud a couple of times but it was still a three for me yeah Threes.
1: yeah so we have to talk about what we're doing next month because this right, is right, the right. last episode of this month. And like we said earlier, I'm going to be off for two weeks. But you guys, you and Katie, what are you guys starting with? Um,
0: how to be eaten. Uh,
1: Dom, Tom,
0: could you pick put a picture where you put pictures for April? Right here. Thank you. Um, and then killers. And I'm very
1: glad I don't have to read How to Be Eaten.
0: Yeah. Um. I've I've already read the first girl in the you would be really upset and mad at me
1: i wasn't and, really happy when i saw it on the list to begin with so oh you ever have a veto you always get veto power listen i made a way that i didn't have to read that book <laughs> did you notice how i was like what if we moved this up in the month and then you and katie can read it <laughs> and then next is killers of a certain age i have actually so, already sorry going back march 5th Yes. is how to be eaten. So, killer's of a certain age is March 12th. I've actually read this with my husband, but mm-hmm. I'm actually rereading it for Pod
0: because and I'm physically reading it and taking notes. I see, I, that. I'm so proud of you. i I enjoyed this book so much. I think you should read this even if I I'm actually
1: not... do think I'm going to read that this one. This is so good. the it only is reason so, so this this book wasn't really originally on our list, no. but because you were I was covering raving for me, about it. Right, because you were covering for me and I knew Katie wanted to read it, that's why I suggested it go yeah. in because I didn't really want you to have to read an extra book for me. Um, then I'll be back. And the yes. week that I'm back, that first week, we're going to read this incredibly popular book, I'm Divine so Rivals. Oh. Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. And I bought the sequel, so I better fucking like this book. I hope we like it. But um, I keep seeing all the good things about it. And I mean, look at the author's picture. She looks like gorgeous. our gorgeous. She looks like, kind of looks like Addie. She does, except with the tattoos. Um, all right. So we're doing Divine Rivals on 319, March 19th. Not Sammy's or James's birthday. Not Sammy's. James's, James's I can't reach birthday. Grace here. And I have it. Then we are wrapping out the month on. March 26th with the grace year by oh my Kim. God, I love this. legit I don't know. I don't know. Liget? I think you're good.
0: I love it. It's got like, um, it's it, got like hunger game vibes. It's
1: really good. I'm excited to read this because I wanted to read this one and fun story about this book. Um, I think it's Leggett. Anyway, fun story about this book. Um, we didn't have it on the list. Nope. either. You had read it. You said you wanted to read it. I put it on my TBR. We let Chezzy pick the book that yeah. we do with her. And um, I she's she said, can you send me a list of, like, ideas? So I sent her a list of books that we had talked about doing mm-hmm. but that had not made the list yet. And she wanted to read this one. It is YA. It is right? so good. It's yes. YA, which is Chesie's genre. Yeah. So um, – so I think it'll. I think it'll be good. Um, oh, I I'm think really she's excited. Gonna
0: vibe with it real hard. Yeah.
1: Always check our social media. Yes, we're gonna me. we're gonna get better at posting. We've been really shitty this season. We've been
0: but... underwater this season. Yeah. We're trying, and I, I honestly don't think it's gonna get better till after Annapolis. But I have high hopes.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of, we will be at the Annapolis Book Festival at the Woo-hoo! end of April. That's um, right. That's right. If you're in the Annapolis area, the DC area, the Nova area, um, come and. and see yeah. Um, we're going to be there talking to some authors. We'll live stream again this year and we'll put together an episode because of it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. trish is I'm excited, excited. The, the the whole
0: crew over at an a, at the book festival is excited we're mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good year
1: and we're gonna be doing a little preview episode this year right oh, we are yeah. gonna do a little
0: extra content
1: yeah pretty exciting so um okay so i don't have anything else do you no ma'am all right well i guess molly will see you next week and i'll see you guys in three weeks so ship up and shape out gang it's time Mm, fuck me. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April and Molly, not those of anyone else. Today's book was The Wall of Winnipeg and Me by Mariana Zapata. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins, editing by Thomas Watkins, and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the book besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the book besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book. (laughs) Baby, edit the part out where we don't know what the fuck we're talking about.